one and we're recording charlie crumlish what's up my dude what up how you doing brant we're here we made it happen we're going for it and we are here today to talk about the new new from snm what do we got going on built different out now built different download full length video with the whole team it is available first full length in five years i believe I didn't count, but I think it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the hot dogs was in twenty seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, five years because it was a thirty year party. Yeah, five years ago. Yep. And this video has officially broken the internet. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, sorry to anyone who tried to download it over the weekend and couldn't because Dropbox uh, temporarily banned our account for excessive traffic. Uh, the link is up and working now. Please. Uh, you know, if you could show some love and uh, help support the company, that would be great. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, hope you enjoy it. How crazy is that? You literally broke the internet and Dropbox for this video. It's kind of nuts. Uh, it wasn't. I didn't think that was gonna happen. Uh, it's kind of cool that it did happen, though. <laughs> it sucks for people who didn't get to see it yet, but you know, it's yeah, kind of funny, funny marketing campaign on accident. Well, it's kind of almost an exclusivity kind of deal, too, because now the only people who could have seen it already are people who got the digital download and were there yeah. before it broke. Forced scarcity. Yeah. Accidentally forced scarcity. Yep. That's sick. Yeah. Uh, so it's good to go now, and uh, yep. you can right watch it. it. Well, I actually, uh, I think we just passed one million downloads, too. So Damn. thank you, everyone. One million. Sick. <laughs> maybe no. though i don't know i don't have the numbers right now i think it's close to that though so what's your role in this whole thing Woo! um i could talk about how i started and how things have ended up here you know like yeah i came in to snm sort of like writer uh primarily and filmer uh secondary and then we started immediately kind of working on hot dogs but now uh the role has changed so much that still riding still filming but i do more uh you know talking on the phone to riders or filmers or emailing a lot and just working on like making sure everyone has ideas brewing all the time uh team wise you know and and kind of just working on something cool that they're stoked on nice. you know yeah so i this is a uh, video came together kind of with you know i don't even know how many filmers to be honest with you i think there's like over 50 that are listed in the credits just the uh, people that are awesome that we work with and uh i don't even want to name names because there's so many but shout out especially to like colton knutson and Stu johnson uh filmed the lion's share of like the submitted footage you know like couldn't have done it without those two guys and all the other filmers too Dice, yeah. I, yeah. I, we talked a little bit a minute ago about how COVID actually made this video better and somewhat led to what you're talking about. So, like, can you expand a little bit on that part? Right. Yeah. So before um, the quarantine and all that shit happened in 2020, uh, we were still doing the traditional BMX media model of you know go on a trip, film it, put it on the internet, repeat, mm-hmm. and uh, product videos in between whenever. And when everything stopped and we couldn't travel and no, you know, things were really shut down, we had to kind of develop a system where like, okay, well, like, how can we get footage of riders? You know, like everybody kind of has a friend they go out and film with and ride. You know, you always even if they're not a identify as a filmer, uh, do they have an iPhone? Can they point it at you? You know, like that's mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. You're in the, those are the bare minimum. You know, like qualifications. So 
I, I don't know. We used to worry more about uh, a lot of different things, and now it's really just about getting the riders uh, stoked and out riding and doing something and then uh, hooking up whoever is pointing the camera at them, you know, like, and just on a real broad scale, and that's happening in a lot of different places around the world at any given time, you know, so it's it's just a more efficient uh, kind of a network that we have set up now. Yeah, it's it's, I mean, when you boil it down, all you really need is is the phone and it's probably almost better to have to be open to that and like when the moment happens the people yeah. are okay to use their phone or whatever is available to yep. them because then yeah, 360 camera whatever right exactly Busted out um <laughs> yeah so we stopped worrying about i used to be so hung up like people would be submitting footage and i'd be like oh dude it's not the right frame rate bro you, we totally can't even use it bro you know like uh, this audio is all over the place bro i don't but uh, if you throw all of that out, you're going to get a lot more good footage of your riders if you just forget all those stupid, all the shit I learned <laughs> going to school for production, you know, <laughs> all that dumb shit. I mean, you but, don't forget uh, it because you still filmed. You got to have that base, but uh, it's good to let go of that when you're um, accepting submitted footage. You want to be able to accept anything. And then also when we're out on a trip, I can set up a real camera and the rider's gonna have to wait five minutes or everyone pull out your iPhones, he's doing the trick. All right, I'm gonna get mine going. <laughs> I got the 360 here, someone just use this little boom. Pull it out, We're, you know, and the rider's trying it within 30 seconds of saying, hey, Chuck, you wanna film this? So it's like, okay, like, this is a better system and I'm willing to sacrifice a little bit of resolution for that, you know? Yeah, and I think the end user, the person who's actually watching this thing, doesn't even fully notice there's people who pay attention to you know nah. the filming of yeah. things but the amount of those people is so much less than the people who are just stoked to see like, yeah it i think so too um and i think that if uh mo the vast majority of the feedback on the video has been just overwhelmingly positive so that if i hear someone say something about you know a 360 camera or the audio it's just kind of funny. It's like, I don't know, maybe they just don't get it, you know, or might have missed the message that we're trying to convey here, you know? Like, this yeah. isn't about that. Yeah, this is focusing. about riding. This is about going riding and having fun, and that's it. You know, like, and doing the tricks that happen when you're having fun in, in a low-stress environment, sometimes they're better, too, you know? Yep. So how much of the video would you say you actually filmed then? I was trying to calculate this percentage because I had a feeling this would be a question. Um, I filmed most of Craig's part. Um, and then just like a handful of other stuff throughout all the other part. I probably like under, uh, probably under 40%, I would say that I film myself maybe less. I don't know. Do clips that I film with my 360 and then I program the motion. Does that count as me? Oh filming? yeah, definitely. Okay. So then I filmed my part too in conjunction <laughs> with my friends filming it first, you know, yeah. they held the camera and programmed the initial motion IRL. And then in the metaverse, I programmed the motion of the uh, perspective, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. <laughs> so I filmed myself in the video. Uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, we need to talk about this, though, because this 360 camera thing is new-ish in new. BMX. But scares dude, some people. The way that you use it, I mean, you can see it in this video. There's certain angles where the camera is moving, but also you're programming the move yeah. in the 360. And it it's a totally different like vibe and feel to the footage oh, yeah. but it, it it almost accentuates certain things i like it a lot dude and it's butter smooth too that shit you can sprint across 
you can go up and down stairs running with it and it doesn't move just because it's that it basically records that the microphone is it's like an invisible camera object object <laughs> let me try to get this there's a sphere of video right yeah and in the center of this sphere of video is the camera object mm-hmm. and then my friends are basically they'll move the sphere in space near my bike and my riding and then later within the sphere i select what part of the sphere <laughs> And how much of the sphere is visible? <laughs> yep. If that makes any sense. Well, this here I can so I can visualize it, it for people too. I think yeah. so. Use so your, your phone. Your phone point. screen yeah. is the screen that you're seeing, but yes. then what's available to you is a whole sphere. So you're programming yep. I mean, which you're part of it. At my desk, I'm like, you know, spinning around and shit, trying to get the <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah, but yeah. It, I think it's just cool because you see a totally different feel to a footage and way of looking at setups while riding that you just have we haven't really seen before and, and it's oh, cool yeah. you're really leaning into it and simply put though a lot of clips wouldn't exist just on the fact that we wouldn't have gotten to them because we can get so many more clips with this automatic action cam we pull out and we just do our thing you know mm-hmm. like and sometimes it's not for everything if all right, what are we doing today you know are we trying to make something that's like extremely high production value you know is this like uh, a pharmaceutical commercial or is this a raw ass riding video you know like that's i i just think it suits the uh what we're doing you know much better than there's a place for both too I, i think i just me trying to balance riding and filming this is like a godsend because it's so efficient and for people to film me they don't have to be a filmer anymore it could just be my my cousin Miles, who's holding it, and I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, just get it as close as you can to my back wheel, and it it looks great, you yep. know? And then don't move when I land. Like, you just tell them, and it works perfect. We've had some heated arguments uh, throughout the filming where I didn't feel as though they were holding the sphere in the right place, and, you know. But uh, <laughs> thank you to everyone who helped hold my sphere. Really uh, appreciate it, man. So, you guys. <laughs> how do you thank handle... You my sphere. <laughs> my sphere. Sphere. Thank you spherical uh how do you handle getting clips from so many different people uh we use uh the world wide web uh it's like uh i think i heard of sort of this database that everyone on earth has access to and uh can interface with right uploads downloads i'm talking websites i'm talking web stores i'm talking built different link available now in the snm web store you know head over there click below Yeah, yeah, show some um, support, you know. We've got a lot of filmers out there. we got a lot of writers out there that worked hard on this one. Uh, what question did you just ask me? No, like how do you keep track and, you know, keep everything together and p- make sure you yeah. got everything oh, when you're right. getting so clips me, from yeah. 50 different people? I'm glad you asked that. Uh, I would not have been able to make a video like this um, in my previous states of living. Uh, yeah. So I don't talk about this stuff publicly too much but uh three coming up on three years ago i quit drinking and before that i was drinking a lot and when i made hot dogs i was drinking a lot of wine and editing and filming and riding and just pretty drunk the whole time and it came together but it wasn't very purposeful and it wasn't very organized and it wasn't um the idea, uh, you know, the idea, it's hard to see an idea through if you're not organized. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could be drunk and killing it, you know, but for how long, you know, that's not very sustainable. So right. this video, uh, I think if I was trying to make a video like this that required this level of organization, you know, of like 
people are sending me files weekly for this video project all year, you know, and putting those into folders, um, making sure that they're all titled something where I can look it up quick and easy using systems where, um, you know, if a clip gets lost or something, there's a lot of ways to look for it. You could use the finder and the dates and the emails that you have. Mm -hmm. Um, we transfer keeps the file names like, so building these systems behind the scenes of like organization is that's, is would not have happened without that and i just want to say that to anyone out there that is uh drinking heavy and finding your life tough to manage i think that uh exploring the idea of uh, maybe just less of it could be good and i have no problem with alcohol i think it's you know for some people it works great but mm -hmm. this is just for people who feel you know like sometimes like uh, frustrated or you know like you're, you're stuck in a loop or something like that you can't break through uh, it's a lot of times alcohol keep you in that loop you know of complacency yeah man yeah. so do you feel like it affected the actual like editing vision and process of things too yeah I, I kind of had to learn how to do it again because I never really I would always have a beer or a bottle of wine or something you know in the editing suite and uh, gaining the confidence you know like i think alcohol makes you super confident in what you're doing so it's great for making videos or riding mm -hmm. or anything that you do you know you're just you, you have no doubt you're pushing forward and i was really productive with it you know but um again not sustainable so i think uh, i had to like learn how to how to do a lot of shit again um after i i took that band-aid off so to speak yeah and uh yeah i don't want to act either like you know, on some pedestal or anything like that. This is just for me personally. I had to do this, you know, for my yeah. own, how my mind works and everything. So, uh, yeah, I, um, where, where was that? I went again, the You're question. Just, I was just asking asked. if it, if you felt like it gave you a different approach to editing or changed yeah. everything in editing. More organized. Basically that's a short answer is much more organized. Yeah. Okay. Um, and gaining, being able to like, kind of like, this video, honestly, like this is the first one I've, I made a BMX food video when we were in quarantine, but it wasn't, um, as many people involved in moving mm -hmm. pieces and, and, not, um, it just, yeah, not as much physical footage either, but that, that was kind of like a practice for this one, gained a little bit of confidence and stuff, but that was sort of like, my mind was still in a state of like, uh, recovery almost at that point. Like it took like a good year probably at least to bounce back and feel somewhat normal and not super anxious and wanting to probably to drink deep down you know yeah. but yeah i uh uh the new the the shit is uh i'm i can't say how happy i am with how this shit came out and how good it feels and like the confidence that it brought me you know of like i can stay organized i can you know like i right. can do this shit all right it doesn't have to be super stressful you know like yeah basically it could it can feel uh like you're just flowing you know you're in a flow state you know yeah. it doesn't have to be a struggle yeah, real quick here before we keep going, can you uh, put your camera back where it was? <laughs> what is going on with this thing? It's okay. I'm a. Uh, yeah, the. Too far. All like, up. There we go. Right, right there. We're good. Anyways, uh, so how long did it take you to edit this thing? Like, how long have you guys been working Man. on the video right. in general, too? So this is how it kind of went down. The video kind of started. Uh, from a miscommunication between Melissa and I. Uh, so for anyone who doesn't know, Melissa Buckley. I think it's Buckley hyphen Moeller. We okay. uh, figured out for the credits, I think is officially. Um, she's the best, shout out to Melissa. Um, you know, she's caught a lot of shit over the years. I, unwarranted shit and uh, I just would like to shout her out. She's just as responsible for this video as anyone else. You know, she's behind the scenes, but she's the one, uh, she's 
helping me, you know, get in contact with filmers or she's speaking to international writers, you know, she's giving feedback all the time or, you know, like just it's, she supports the back end so much, like all the writing stuff everyone sees, you know, like she's involved, but the video started because we were talking about, oh, well, it's, it's the 35 year anniversary. Yep. They were going to have a party and we just said, let's, uh, she's like, I want a video to show at the, at the party. So I'm like, all right, 35 year video will make, you know, like get a couple months in and, uh, you know, like I think it's August is the official, um, August or July is the official, I can't remember the official birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're shooting to have it done over the summer. So I'm thinking 10 to 20 minute, really short, kind of a mixtape, you know, like yeah, something in the short form, uh, celebration put it on online whatever melissa actually was talking more like one clip from each rider like a three minute edit so that's the funniest <laughs> shit yeah that is funny then, so she told me that i'm like okay a month goes by we've already got 12 minutes of footage you know what i mean nice. like, i told all the riders they're fired up everyone's sending shit in you know like so i'm like we already have all this you know like and we had some stuff that had been filmed that didn't really have a home just before that so we mm. have going into the project we already had some stuff on deck and we're like let's build around this um so fast forward a little bit the timelines to have a mixtape done in the summer you know like things are looking good every the video's looking good and it was a drastically different video that i had edited at the, this point you know like there's yeah different, everyone had different songs and there's different everything's different and things are go, you know happening they're, they're rolling you know like more footage is coming in and it's great and more writers are getting involved and more filmers want to get involved and everyone is just kind of like pitching in you know and so we're like we don't want to put the brakes on this now this is like kind of have ourselves a video here you know yeah and then uh we did a few trips low-key like just kind of low low-key like i drove down to pittsburgh like we did some stuff in seattle like just little stuff to give it a little extra push toward the end but ah man it was just came together like <laughs> it was a different thing like four different times you yeah know? like and then it morphed again like and then it, uh, at this point maybe in september i think we were going to try to premiere it and then it was like no it's too good like we're almost there like we just need a few more clips of a few more people and then uh we ended up doing they did the coloradical video with all that stuff at the 35 year party so that ended up bumping it into december instead of november mm -hmm. so i was getting footage submitted up until like the day before the premieres probably like and getting the shit done like i think i uploaded the final file on thursday or friday before the premieres wow. and we were i i was putting clips in the video that day you know <laughs> like the people had just got in like one of the filmers was having a baby <laughs> with his wife or <laughs> and like the riders i'm like i'm like telling the rider like i'm waiting for you man don't worry we got this i'm just yeah gonna, he's, like, he's having the baby out like i'm trying to get to send it you know and it's just coming at the last minute and uh congratulations uh to tim story and his partner they just welcomed a little baby <laughs> thanks for Congrats. sending those clips and, from, the, yeah. from the delivery room on your iphone man that was awesome yeah i mean that's about as organic as it can get for a video being made yeah yeah I mean, I don't know if it was a natural birth if they had an epidural or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not sure. Oh, Jesus, that's funny. Uh, how many times you watch this video? Put a number on it. My God, like, I every one of these songs, I know every lyric to every <laughs> ear, every track in the song. I'm noticing hi hats 
in the background where I never noticed them before. That's <laughs> I funny. never knew there was a tambourine, you know, track on this one. Like, um, if I had to put a number, man, probably over like, dude, I, it's weird because like a cumulative view. Are you talking about how many hours? You know, it's like no, just how many times did you watch woo. the video all the way through? All right, so like from beginning to end. Yeah. Not that many, not that many, dude. Cause like I'm working on so many different little things. This is like the, one of the most frustrating aspects of it is like, you only have so much time. Uh -huh. So I'm making a video that's 53 minutes long to watch that back is an hour, yep. you know? So that's an hour that I could have been probably tightened up. Like I still have a to-do list up here on the board and I'm just looking like that's probably an hour's worth. I got four things listed that I got to cross off. It'll feel good to cross it off. Cause it's, I've just been busy. I haven't had time to try, cross it off. But uh, yeah, like something like that, I could get done in an hour. I could fix yeah. a bunch of different things that I could do. So it's almost better to like, I'm looking at it on a micro level the whole time. And then, uh, you know, every time I think I'm done, I'll export it, watch mm -hmm. it back. Be like, okay, tighten up, uh, crone volume up, powder volume down. Um, you know, like those are just examples of little shorthand notes I'll put in or like Chris Child's 180 volume down uh or like wind noise beginning of x clip turn down yep. and you just watch it like i watch it i think i watched it maybe like the final product i didn't watch it until this past week before you know like when i had everything in there uh -huh. i watched it five times maybe you know wow. just to make sure yeah like the whole thing probably five times it only like just because that's five hours that's almost like right you know half a work day that's like I could have gotten two parts polished up and ready to go working on like that micro level of watching it, you know, one frame at a time and making sure everything's dialed. Right. So essentially you're taking the building blocks that are the parts, polishing them up and then building the tower that is the video so that when, when you yeah. get all of the parts polished, you know that the video is done because yep. all the parts are polished and done beforehand. You, you would think so. You would think so. Yeah, well, then <laughs> yeah. you watch it. In and... theory, right? Yeah, so that's how it works, basically. What you're describing, so the workflow goes something like, filmer sends me clips, or I film clips. Mm -hmm. um, clips go in folders, and then you open, I use Adobe Premiere to edit. Yep. Open up Adobe Project Files. Um, usually those are like, you know, it'll say Joe Simpson, SNM 35, or it'll say Craig Passero SNM. They're all kind of, you know, organized the same. Those folders pull from there. You make the parts, and then you export those lossless, and then you reassemble into another timeline. Boom, 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 exactly like you're describing. Yep. And you figure out which, you know, kind of do the track order a little bit. Um, thanks to Ben Silver, he gave me a lot of valuable input. Because sometimes, like, you get too deep into it, and you can't really. I'm like, I don't know what song really will hit where I'm over, overthinking it. So it's yeah. good to bring in like a lot of other people to help you watch it. Like me personally, I, I probably watched it back. Like I said, you know, five times. And at that same time though, I had like 15 team riders all watching it that were noticing little things too. Like, you know, and I assembled all the blocks one, you know, like think I've got everything together. I export it. Craig's song just got magically muted. No idea how. <laughs> Look on the you look in the premiere file, you know, like it's not muted, the track's enabled, the song is there, the waveform's there. There's no reason why this should not have exported, but it just did it. Yeah. And then fix that, export it again. Mike Stahl's name is Dave Crone. Oh and my I noticed that shit. I was kinda like, you know, I'm not gonna watch the title part of it. I'm like, I know the title's coming up, so I'll probably glance and take a note. I look back up and I'm like, Okay, I think everything's good and Kareem texts me like, Why does Stahl's name say Dave Crone? <laughs> I'm like, Oh, 
like there's no reason why that should happen but i think it was a save state thing on the bet like you got photoshop files that are linked into the premiere mm-hmm. timeline and i think one of those i hit save on crones when it was oh yeah before i changed it instead of after you know you go change save change yep. save change save i do that all the yeah. time you know what i'm talking about yeah listen and know what we're talking about and i'm sure you know in a month when you, you get over like the who finally it's done feeling you watch yeah. it again and be like oh damn it <laughs> yeah, there's like, this small little thing that no one will notice but you're like yeah dang it and you don't feel relief i still don't really i feel a bit of relief today but like not really <laughs> do you want to do you want to check it off do you want to check it off live right yeah. now let's erase them ready oh my god there, he's doing it right now. <laughs> uh, trailer's done. Yes. Gym is done. What else we got? Yeah, dude. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This might help you feel better. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, yeah. Some of these didn't even get done. They just got abandoned, too. Hey, that happens. That's but they weren't the important. Process. They, they were not important changes. Uh, there were other changes that were more important. Because sometimes you can change too much shit. You start overthinking the shit. You go nuts in the booth, you know, editing these videos. Some people really lose their minds doing this shit. Yeah, that's why you uh, save Myself multiple, included. You know, re- yeah. you copy and paste your sequences so you can go back. Yeah. Do you yeah. do that? Do you, do you non-destructively yeah. edit? Oh, yeah. Different save states where it'll be like Hoder. Um, it'll, first one's like, you know, normal format of like Hoder 35 year. Mm-hmm. But then it'll be... Uh, Holder 35 year Redux, Holder 35 year um, Prodigy song, which yep. is he had a Prodigy song in his part first, but then we switched to the song that it is now. That is the only song that it could be. Oh, hearing so it, it, yeah, it could not have been any other song. The Prodigy nope. song will come in the future because that shit hit too. It was hard as fuck, but it had to be this song for this project. Just being placed where it was in the video, that song, the way it builds up and the way that the song ends, it's just, it's too good. Thank you, man. I fucking love that shit. (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe that like, that was something that almost didn't, it was almost a different video. And then that's, it's just when to change it and then when to not change it is a really tough thing when you get towards a deadline. Yeah, man. But I think you did a fantastic job putting together. I mean, you put together stuff from, I wouldn't, think that it's exaggerating to say 50 different people touch cameras to make this video easy, happen and easily, the video, yeah it's 53 minutes long like it's not easy to do this at all and you nailed it thank you man uh it feels see i felt a little bit of relief right there when you said that thanks dude that yeah. felt good well, well i mean here i'll give you even... I, i'm still setting in that it's done kind of you know yeah well i can give you even more uh so right before yeah, we do it we recorded the whole podcast this yeah go yeah on. let's just validate charlie here so we can it's feel ASMR good. validation video for charlie <laughs> so charlie he did a really good job <laughs> no <laughs> but but what i'm getting at is that you sent me what i watched probably last week to whenever that was was like a, a non-finished version and then right before we totally different <laughs> well that was what so i was getting at is yeah. whenever i clicked through and watched a bunch of the final one just now before we did this I noticed so many polished things and it was just it felt like a whole nother level of video it had to and, be yeah it's like um you can make a brick wall but with no mortar what the fuck is that shit you know you got to get that shit lined up nice mm-hmm. and even yeah, yeah that mortar goes last because everything else has to be in place almost like it's it's not like building a brick wall because it's like you get the chunks done first 
and then you do the little shit. You do the little polishing and fixing. It's like a sanding. tile floor. You more don't like put the stuff floor. in until it's done. Yeah, or like a, like a coffee table, like a wooden table where you have to buff it. It's more like a tile floor or a coffee table. Yeah. And it's it is not like a brick wall. Right. So <laughs> so we'll talk we're talking about putting this thing together. Uh yeah. What was your kind of vision and we talked about themes with this? Where's that come from? The main theme, uh like I always these videos, like all my videos, I try to uh like when we're picking songs for a video, I try to find stuff that has a vague uh, kind of a feel of like, uh, you know, here for a good time, not a long time. Fuck it, have fun. Let's go ride. Um, don't worry. Um, you know, family, teamwork, like just rough ideas like that, you know, mm -hmm. like um, the song in Moeller's part. Moeller picked that song nice. and it's perfect because it's, it's talking about... Um, basically like i just want to take me to the rodeo man like fuck this shit you know like mm. i am a cowboy i want to go fucking ride and uh the main thing i if anything gets anything if anyone takes anything away from the video i want it to be like motivation to go ride and possibly even create something similar with your friends you know like to me there's nothing better and there's nothing that has uh changed my life more dramatically than just being out with my friends riding and having fun you know like yeah we can talk about it all day and talking about it's good too but just being in the state of biking is the important thing you know at all costs no matter what's going on in your life um you know Absolutely. return to that state get that mental recharge that that you need that we're all that we all need we're all wired for it you know like that's the most important thing. So um, I'm trying to think of examples in other songs like uh, 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 <laughs> Chris's song. I'm going off the rails on a crazy train. That's <laughs> simple. <laughs> That's yeah, like, I mean he is. And yeah. What do you you go ride, man? You fuck. I'm going. I'm fucking can't take this shit anymore. I'm going fucking riding. You know, like. Yep. So you might not be aware of all that shit when you watch it, but I think like, you know, songs hit you in a certain way and the riding hits you in a certain way. And by the end of it, hopefully you feel like you want to go and the intended result is to go ride. Yeah. You know? And it's cool that you're yeah. thinking about things that way when you're putting it together. It, it, it's awesome. Uh, it's weird because I didn't used to. But when I go back and watch the videos, like I get the same thing, you know, like I wasn't conscious of it when I watch like, um, you know, the old BMX Foo videos, you know, like Foo 2, um, Foo 4, uh, wait, no, Foo 4, uh, Guy Stuff, Foo 5, um, when I'm playing Dave, you know, <laughs> Yeah. maybe I'm just watching LSD riders, you know, like, I try to keep in mind, like, fuck, I was using all my props and I lost my train of thought, bro, what were we talking it's about? It's okay, we're just <laughs> talking about having uh, intentional thought process oh, behind yeah. things. All right, so, um, as I've, as I've grown up, um, I noticed that in my old videos, but as I've grown up and become more conscious of it and I learned more about like I've, I'm like a film nerd uh, mm -hmm. primarily like since I grew up I've, I've wanted to be like a like a I wanted to be a movie director when I was a little kid, you know, like I wanted yeah. to be like so I've always kind of like when I watch a movie or whatever, you know that like writers and directors and cine cinematographers and actors and everyone they bring stuff to the table from their personal lives, you know, and it's that passion that sort of like injects itself into the final product you know mm -hmm. and this project is no different every rider has their own story everyone comes from a different crew um everybody has gotten to the same place uh from a different road and uh 
that's another message, you know, like there's an infinite number of paths you can take to get to where you want to go. You know, like it's just go ride, you know, and it'll work itself out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think a really great moment where that all comes together is uh, Kareem's fight song moment. Exactly. This video is our fight song. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Brent. That's, that's the eye of the duck um, is a film term. Uh, when you look at a duck, a duck is kind of like designed kind of to draw your eye to the mm, eye of the, yeah. you know, like yep. all the curved lines and everything. Yep. So when a movie like when a movie hits that scene, it's the eye of the duck. And I think you might be right that Kareem uh, fight song. That might be the eye of this. Duck. Oh, it was just so perfect the way everything came together. And then that, the way you put the song in there and just it was good behind the scenes too. Kareem is someone who I feel like this might be behind the scenes he deals with a lot of disrespect sometimes of like you don't really ride that much or you're not uh people don't take him serious maybe on a riding level right so that's why i wanted to make sure he had a a motherfucker i'm here you know mm -hmm. i do this shit kind of thing you know like just because he deserves it he cream is so good at everything he does man well he goes and big I, I think that yeah i think that sometimes like we uh like we joke around but, uh, you know, it's hard to explain. Even when we're playing around, we ain't playing around. You know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. dog? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like it's joking and it's passion at the same time. Just because it's a joke doesn't mean it's our hearts aren't here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're I not, guess that's, that's kind of it. You're not like it's not fully not the whole thing's not a joke to you. You're you're having fun while you're doing this it. This is the most important shit to me. You know, this is not a joke. This this shit is my 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 life kind of revolves around this shit you know like this mm -hmm. is something i'm extremely passionate about and i love making jokes about it too those are the two things can be true you know yeah and you can make a you can make jokes with respect as well you know like it's it's okay but yeah i just uh some people you know i i just i don't want to get caught up on it too much but yeah it's weird how some people are like take it at face value of like goofy mm -hmm. without op opening up their hearts to the messages that you absorbed when you, you watched it you know yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest in just the fact that, like, I used to take stuff way, way too seriously with things, oh, yeah. and, and it's just, it's easy yeah, to too, do. Man. It's It's me very too. easy to do. Um, but on that note, too, talking about Kareem and people maybe not thinking he rides a ton and all that stuff, there are so many people in this video that you don't see a lot of stuff right. from who absolutely throw down in here. And yeah. I, I think part of that comes from how you approached making the video, getting clips from anybody rather yeah. than you have to be there. And then that makes it easier for them to be in the moment and yeah. get things filmed. And I just, I noticed that when I was clicking through, I was like, damn, there's so many people that we don't see a lot of stuff from in here. Yeah, that's, um, that's a really good, point and that's why well, i think the main value of how we do it of it's almost like a nature documentary if you want to get a, a clip of maddie aquazap right mm -hmm. he's like a rare creature he's in the woods he's not on instagram yeah you have to have someone who's comfortable in his environment that he's comfortable with you know like and maddie maddie kills it for every camera and every time maddie's kind of might be not the right example but just as an example of a rider who's a little more elusive uh, content wise you know yeah um, and then like, um, I'm trying to think of other examples of dudes like that, but basically the idea is like, if you're trying to capture someone in their natural habitat, that's not on a trip with a filmer that they barely know, or, you know, like it's right. not, 
you want the first and foremost if you're trying to convey this message of like um yeah like go ride and have fun with your friends and be happy and stuff if you're stressed out on a fucking trip for 10 days like throwing your bike and shit that's not really your natural environment you know right like, well it's kind of forcing i've been it. on great trips and i've been on really stressful trips too you know that's not trips are bad this is a this is a very nuanced thing that we're dealing with here you know but yeah i think that riders perform best when they're comfortable and in their own environment you know and mm-hmm. some guys wanted to go places and film shit and we supported that too you know like but we basically put the ball in their court and started brainstorming you know and and exactly what you said like if someone's happy it comes through in the footage and if someone's not that comes through in the footage too right yeah and that's a great manifestation of that idea of what you're saying of just capturing somebody in their element and making people want to go ride rather than this environment where it's like we are here to ride and we only can ride what is available to us and big credit to uh chris moeller because that's been kind of the s and mantra the entire time you know like i've worked for companies before where they wouldn't accept x clip from you know like Mm -hmm wasn't good enough or it didn't look right or you know like so to work for someone who sees the bigger picture is fucking amazing and uh man yeah thanks to thanks to Moeller for everything that dude is a he's a g yeah and he even talked <laughs> about that whenever we did our our podcast recently he he talked yeah. about how snm at its core is people doing what like being themselves and doing what being, they want to yeah. do and it, it's okay man if you're not yourself you're not gonna follow your path that you're really kind of destined to follow you got to be yourself to opportunities that come your way you know like they're not going to come your way if you're not being yourself you got to really there was a few like song choices in here that my song i was like unsure about how people would handle it you know i was gonna bring your song up (laughs) and i at the end of the day i had to just express myself this is how i feel about it you know Mm -hmm. and like it or not i'd rather um something come from the heart you know instead of people trying to doctor an image too much or something like that you know absolutely and it's i mean being where we come from in bmx it is impossible to maintain like a persona of something that you're not for as long as you would need to like you can't do that long term well yeah sooner or later you just start a podcast and get yourself fucking canceled after one episode you know if you're not keeping it real am i I, too soon god damn it charlie (laughs) no let's uh let's talk about your part though since you brought up the song because i i didn't even notice the song that you used until i watched it again just now and i was like Oh my God! Can I say what song it is, or should we let people find out on there? Let's let people find it's out. It's more mysterious if we Let's... don't. They're gonna be like, I gotta find out what this yeah. song is. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> it. The, I gotta hear this song. The craziest part about all of this is that of how well it went with the writing for what it is. Shout out to my girlfriend Margot Bergio. She picked the song. That um, is so. She good. didn't pick it necessarily. She like. She's gonna kill me when she hears this. I'll just say she picked the song. Like. I had a few things, songs that I was messing with. Mm-hmm. One of them was not it, Chief. It was just, I had this normal ass kind of BMX video, 80s music, you know, just what a video part should sing. It's normal as fuck, dude. Yeah. I do not identify as a normal person. Um, so I just needed something weird. And my main thing is, if an alien sees my videos, will the alien appreciate and understand what we're trying to put out there? Mm-hmm. So non non lingual song, 
just sounds oh, yeah. right like I watched a documentary about that song on Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Da on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the title of the YouTube video, but if you look around, you could find it. It was um, discussing, like, they sat down with, um, I think, the producer and the singer. And we're like, how'd you guys make this, you know? And it was like, well, we were in a studio, and I was upstairs, and he was downstairs. <clears throat> and I'd have him come in and do vocals. So I had this beat. that was a sick beat, and it was on Blue. And he's like, so he came down and he's like, I got three uh, potential lyrics we could go. I could, uh, he had like a normal, uh, like English, you know, like lyrics. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and then I got the kind of crazy one. And he's like, give me the crazy one. And he's like, I'm blue, dabba dee, dabba dee. <laughs> and they're like, lay it down right the fuck now. Cause it's like, not anyone, you don't have to speak a language, you don't have to anything. It's just like sort of a, it's, I don't know. An emotion. It transcends. It transcends culture at that That's point. That's what it feels like when I ride. The song I use is how I, what my head sounds like, my brain when I am riding. So how just wanted crazy. to say that, you know. So you're stoked yeah, on your part, but loved it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking so happy with how this part came out. That's another one too. Like uh, after I stopped drinking, I sucked at riding for a little bit by my standards i was not riding up to my level that i felt like i you know like mm -hmm. i was dealing with a lot of other shit uh, i'm not gonna make any excuses but i'm happy to get back to where i am now um and kind of like see the uh like my body feels good you know like the physical rewards of my choices sort of yeah, yeah you just I feel better strong and i feel like uh like i could do this for a while yeah that's awesome man sustainable that's sustainable biking sustainable that's a t-shirt I, I could talk a little about the other thing if you want, but we can keep it pushing on the video for now. <laughs> I, there was something that else that was making me kind of depressed at that time, making me not ride good. Some people that were involved in my life, but I cut them out of my life and now I am happy. That's good. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. this is, if we're going to talk about anything personal like that, this is a place because we're talking about your part right now. Yeah. I've been, so I was talking about how everyone is at a personal journey with this video, you know, like yeah. for Mike Hoder, uh, like, journey a lot of us first saw mike uh in the facade video you know so sonically i wanted to tie that to that to represent mike's journey you know like mm -hmm. and then likewise uh going back to my personal journey a lot of up and downs and a lot of things happened um but i just tried to stay true to like you know what i felt was right or what i felt like i should be doing mm. and uh, the, I almost just said the name of the song. The song in my part is a celebration of that, you know, the the journey and the continuation of the journey. This is not the end of the journey, you know, like the important thing with this whole message of like go riding, and be riding and be in a state of biking. It's like, don't worry about the journey, you know, like, yeah, the yeah it's like there's no destination. Just enjoy the journey. Well, I mean, you have probably about a hundred other uh, skate land roller skating joint songs that you can use love that shit <laughs> do you think it's because i grew up going to birthday parties at roller ranks that i like this form of music so I, much like, i don't know because literally everyone did that it speaks to me on a deep primal level hey i get it liver king i follow the nine ancestral tenants <laughs> is, that how, is that how you got here this is how we made the video we use the nine ancestral tenants uh okay basically translated into a uh, bike video i get it so you're going yeah. out sunning your balls and stuff for the most part we uh we don't do that but 
I'm not. I can't come on here and say that none of the team riders are out there doing that, right? Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not gonna just come on a podcast and just talk crazy about something that I know nothing about, right? Like, and make insane assumptions about people, you know? So, I, I, like other people that might have recently, you know? Like, I just don't want to do so that. So you're not on steroids? <laughs> no. Um. I would be open to experimenting for a YouTube video, uh, maybe like. I did steroids and rode BMX for six months. Here are the results or something, you know, like okay. I tracked my half bunny hop height. Uh, well, I did three trials of HGH. Nah, I don't really want to do steroids. So, so <laughs> on, let me get my brand on real quick. Okay. Here. So we're going to do that. I'll take a Let's sip have a too. Good sip together. Shit, okay. Shall we? Uh, just so everybody knows, I am fully open to sponsorship of this area of my water bottle for my podcast and i'm also open to sponsorship beef jerky or otherwise on any part of my body or bike beef jerky so or home so talking about trust in everything that we just said big trust in this video man well that's the whole thing of like i I had written down here before you even mentioned the trust concept that like snm is a legendary company they've been around for 35 years so like how serious do you take putting together a video like this for them um unbelievably serious and unbelievable i feel unbelievably honored to the point where often while I was working on the video, I'm sitting here and I can't fucking believe what I'm doing. You know, yeah. like I've got Chris fucking Doyle on my screen and he's wearing an SM shirt and he's riding an SM that says Doyle. If I could go back in time and tell me when I was fucking 12 years old watching Square One Wide Awake Nightmare, rewinding Doyle's part over and over, like you will be editing a video with this guy in the video. And you're going to be on the same team as him. Mm-hmm. And like Doyle's the tip of the iceberg, dude. Like everyone in this video, you could say that for, you know, like, yeah, well, I wasn't watching videos of Dave Crone when I was 12 years old, but Still. otherwise, you know, like I can't believe, um, I, I, and I'm so grateful for the amount of trust that was shown to me by all the filmers, all the writers, Chris Moeller, Melissa, everyone involved with this project. Um, and I was, <laughs> I just, yeah like i appreciate it so much that everyone was just believing in this idea and that i would be able to you know keep everything organized enough to form a coherent video out of it and and like i said man i don't think i could have done this at uh, previous points in my life you know i think it it had to be like now you know like it just seems like it was like the perfect thing at the perfect time everything kind of came together perfectly yeah man but um without the trust between all these moving parts of the team like that sort of team is you know like I, I think we've really coronavirus sucked but it in a lot of ways made us a better team than ever you know yeah. of like bike companies are, are so many different facets you know like you got the the people up top that are that are you know running so many like the pieces of the video so many different parts yep. right and then you have the fine nitty-gritty of all those moving parts and everything and then you have, you know, sales, riders, you have all the marketing of all this other stuff. Those are a team. They have to work together and it has to be kind of on the same page and everything. And honestly, the name built different is kind of about that. It's about the bikes are built different. The company was built different. Uh, it's USA manufacturing, you know, like yep. these riders are built a little bit different. We're all kind of 
a little bit weird, a little nuts, something a little, you know, like mm-hmm. S&M's a little like the land of the misfit toys, you know, it's like guys that got kicked off other companies or guys that got in a fight at Interbike or something one year, you know, like <laughs> that type of shit. Um, I think someone like Moeller, it's kind of his spirit of like, ah, that shit happens. We were partying, you know, like, that. <laughs> yeah. like ah, well, he's a good guy, you know, let's he trusts you know like he's he has that like uh a good handle on the bigger picture and he doesn't get caught up in the bullshit yeah he gets it fully gets he it. he gets it man and he's got it for 35 plus years you know yeah it and trips me out because i'm 35 years old that is kind of crazy really weird uh yeah i was born this year and hoda was born the same year as snm too wow yeah um that being said, too, the fact that this video came from an idea of just being like two or three minutes originally, <laughs> that it is, I mean, that says something. Classic. All well, this, it was like, it's kind of like, let's drill this oil well. We just needed a gallon of oil. And then it's like, boom. And I'm like, all right, well, got this oil. Let's make uh, something out of it. Right. Some petroleum products here and sell them. Well, and that's, <laughs> you know, that's where the trust part comes in and is so even more amazing because. It was originally going to be a two to three minute thing. Then you're like, nope, we already talked. Oh all yeah, these Melissa's people. trust was a paramount for this. I'm, I'm trying to explain to her, but she saw the vision, dude. Like, yeah, she she understands the big picture. Seems like she gets it. From yeah, what and I, I don't. It hasn't set into me yet, like this, the magnitude of this project and the size of it and everything. But I think that, like, I said this to a few people. I like. Um, so like I grew up making the BMX food videos with my friends and those are always going to be like have a really special um, place in my heart but this S&M video is I think I'm going to look back and be like yeah that shit was built different yeah that shit was built <laughs> different you know <laughs> absolutely and it really is I mean you put it together so well and what I wanted to also talk in here too about is how well rounded the video is even in its editing <laughs> And the writing, because you yeah you could have dude. put it together differently and it would have felt different. But all younger of me stuff... would have done something different too. You know, like I, I think I had to I had to learn so much about. Uh, I just like I'm, I studied the game too, like BMX. I went back and watched every S and M video. You know, mm-hmm. back to back to back, and I just kind of tried to like. Um, I didn't feel like hot dogs. I love hot dogs, but I don't feel like had some S&M feel yeah but it wasn't a timeless S&M feel it was like an S&M in this era kind of feel but I do truly feel like this video has um like an outside of time element to it you know a timeless element I agree just because of how many people got involved and how special it um came together you know I agree and my initial response to you after I watched it was that this thing was put together in a way with people songs writing and a title that is going to stand the test of time. People are going to keep The video was built it. different. The yeah. way we put it together was different, you know. Dude, thank you, man. I appreciate all the good words. Yep. I uh I just I loved making it every fucking second even when I was stressed out. This is my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Straight up. Straight up. And just hopefully if someone watches this and gets inspired like I did when I watched Oil when I was a fucking kid, that's perfect. Yeah, you know? man. Uh so was it intentionally laid out for the uh, different types of riding being so like, it's not too much. How did you one feel it hit row. you? Yeah. Okay. Is that how you felt? Yes. Did I felt very much so that it was yeah. like, it was intentionally street trails, park, tree, street. There was not too many yep. things that were the same in initially, a row. Initially, it was a little bit of a sandwich where there was, um, 
I think three trails parts in the middle of a few street parts that kind of like formed like an area of the video where it was like 15 minutes of trails. And I kind of mm-hmm. like, at first I was like, we're gonna, I'm going to go this way with it. But after I watched it a few times, I felt like, you know, you don't know who's like watching a video and you almost want to kind of keep it rotating to keep them like, like a boxer with a weird style and he's hitting you weird with his jab and you don't know what the fuck's going on type of mm-hmm. thing. You know, I'd rather have it be, uh, not confusing to the point where you don't know what's going on, but confusing enough to where you're interested in it and yeah. you're like trying to figure it out and what's going on here kind of thing. Yeah. So we, we messed around with the order of the parts a few times of bouncing between, uh, and to be honest, it's trail riding and street riding and it's like, they're kind of not that different, like in a fucked up way, dude. Like when I was younger, I, I saw all forms of riding as different things and everything, but I don't, I kind of, I, the more, more, more I grow up and like kind of get interested in things outside of riding, the more I appreciate riding mm-hmm. for like what it truly is rather than like what it was for me and my, like, I just like, as on the whole, you know, like, if I'm grinding a handrail and then I go into the tree line and I'm in the woods and I hit a jump, at what point did I transition from street to trail? Yeah. Was it at the tree line at the jump? Was it when I landed the rail? Like this is just, there's so much gray area with ride. It's all just riding and like, however you want to express yourself is okay. There are no rules, you know, like there's no right way, wrong way. If you want to go one mile an hour and ride a ledge, that's okay. If you want to go 600 miles an hour and go 100 feet in the sky, that's okay. Like, choose your destiny, dog. You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's it's open. Do whatever you want. Just go ride. That's the main. Just don't stop talking about it and go do. Go, go be with your friends riding. Absolutely. Enjoy this shit, man. Enjoy this shit. Yeah, fully. We're lucky enough to be on one of the planets in our universe that has BMX bikes. You know, one of them. So there's multiple, and uh, who knows? And non BMX planets. What are those like, dude? God, they must suck. Not for me, dog. <laughs> Couldn't be me living on one of those planets. Not dude. going to Mars unless there's a four foot no Woodward way. quarter pipe there. <laughs> be easy to build it. Uh, so we actually have gone through this entire time talking right now and haven't hardly even talked about the riding in the video. So there was, yeah, there's some riding in there too. Yeah. Let's go. There's a lot in here and I have some notes here. The one thing talked actually, a lot of philosophy, <laughs> philosophy is great though. Uh, so the one thing has to do with trust and maybe not necessarily riding yet, but I had a note here that you said that you hadn't even met Jimma yet. No. I have not met Jimma, but we have developed a relationship of trust and bike riding via the internet, and it is uh, proving itself to be fruitful so far. It's so cool. Um, I can't wait to get him over here and actually ride with him and film him in person, but technology is crazy, and you could just be friends with someone that you've never met, and I feel close with this guy. This dude's like my brother. We went to war, even though we weren't in the same part of the war, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm fighting these battles over here, and he's doing his battle down here. And we came together and it's, it's just, it's so cool that like, that's the bond that I built with my BMX food dudes growing up. You can enjoy that same feeling and that bond through the internet. Like that's so cool, you know, like, so to anyone that maybe feels like you don't have a crew or you don't have a scene, you can make friends on Instagram nowadays and, and ride together and make videos together through the internet and feel like you're working on, uh, you know, something meaningful. There's something that maybe like, maybe you have something to say or maybe you have an idea that you want to convey and you can express yourself creatively. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. But yeah, man, Jimma, I, like, for Jimma to go as hard as he did 
he went hard for, for me like a stranger <laughs> like you know like come on man like let's do this thing like Dude, and he's like okay that, that the last clip in his section Nobody could ever have seen that coming, and no, dude. that is so deadly. You're already moving so fast. You by have the time... no decision once you're in there. Yeah, no, none. And how fast you're moving by the time you get to the the like midway point of yeah. no return, that is so. And it nuts. didn't line up either. If you look close, I'm not gonna say what the trick is, but it didn't line up. It the, didn't line the up. Lines on the roof. The lines on the roof, if you look at it, it's not like it's centered and he goes straight on. He had to kind of, God, like do a little side thing. And he said that was by far the scariest thing he's ever done. <laughs> like, uh, obviously, you know, well deserved. And it's funny, Gemma didn't, he didn't have first part initially. Yeah. And we were messing with a few different openers and a few different things. But um, I don't even know if I should talk about this, but I'll just say that he had some issues coming to the. Okay, I should talk about it because now everyone's going to assume it's some crazy shit. Jimmy didn't do anything bad. He came to the States and they thought he was trying to work in our warehouse and then they kicked him out. So we have to try to deal with that and get him over here. But he went, he was, he put in so much work at home and he was coming over here to put in more work. He deserved this shit. Mm. And I just, I fucking love Jimma and thank you, Jimma and all your filmers, man. Like the part is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And you fully. fucking deserve it, dog. I fully agree. Um, do you have a favorite section from the editing to the writing? Just a section that stands out. The there's most? like special moments, you know, like I can't pick one section, but there's moments of like, you know, notches in my editor belt of like, oh yeah. That's Fight song moments. Oh yeah. Like that's a notch. That's like a special. I like yeah. that would be in a, my portfolio <laughs> yeah. bmx highlights I agree. bmx video highlights someday nah like ah dude i love how it opens um like the first song we were messing with a bunch of different songs i had a fucking star wars song for the premiere version <laughs> uh and there was like a whole star wars theme thing and then i'm just like this video is kind of like probably going to be bigger than star wars you know so i didn't want to pigeonhole it and like right only people right. who know about star wars or whatever it's bigger than this is just big you know and uh True. um yeah we messed with like a lot of different songs and there's just like a funny story like there's so many little things that happen that are almost kind of like magic little like accidents and little breadcrumbs that you follow to get to the right place like my buddy trent barker um he and i he's always been involved with the bmx food videos him and mm -hmm. his brother scott shout out to scott barker like he designed this is his work here just an incredible um graphic designer and photographer that we worked with for bmx food but Trent and I still talk all the time. We're in a basketball fantasy league together. He helped me um, kind of, you know, whittle down with songs and everything. And um, he had that song. He was going to make a full-length video. And he had this folder that was, like, the name of the video. Mm -hmm. But he never – he only had – he was, like, heard this song. He's like, I got to open a video with this song. And he put it in the folder. And then years later, you know, he never ended up making that video. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I need something to open that's weird and hard and, and happy and, like – uh upbeat but weird primarily you know like yep. something that people don't know but it sounds like you know it but you don't and like i just it's such a weird and to go with the, the way the graphics were it needed a spot at the end where it was kind of like ba -ba 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 -ba, you know like it has those like tribal drums in it or whatever mm -hmm. um and uh yeah so that song was like he had it and then it made its way magically to like it just sort of was like needed to be the thing for the thing that ended up happening mm -hmm. there's just so many happy little fucking accidents like that that i can't pick 
like one part, but like moments like that, moments like Kareem fight song. That's fair. Uh, the Mister Let's Paint, the Treadmill yeah, Man. That guy's. I have always used his samples in videos. I'm not gonna give away too much, but there is a custom clip that he shot specifically for this video in this video so um sick. so that's another like little notch of like i've used you know this guy's shit for so long mm -hmm. and now we got him in here and he's stoked and you know, yeah like, he's a part now he, he was with the vision you know like he was on our wavelength of like go out have fun make cool shit and he we just he's like yep down yep here you go no money don't worry about it you know like, that's and I'm like, so okay, sick i'll make you um an intro for your channel you know like we just made a trade and he's like ha it's just like that's kind of that like be yourself and you know you you i don't want to say attract because that law of attraction shit is kind of fucking toxic sometimes you know what i mean like it people say you can just attract whatever you want that's not how it works you got to be really got to be yourself and things will maybe come your way but you can't make them come your way you know but just the fact that like he was he he you know kind of vibed with us on that because all of our hearts are in the right place that's what he's doing too you know yep. he's just creating um with no destination purely to be in the state of creation an artist a real that. artist he is a real artist you want to see something cool actually that he sent me dude i saw it in your story show it <laughs> how cool the official embrace uh, failure play. embrace failure spelled wrong uh signed by the man himself this is my prized possession these cost cost me 14 dollars on his etsy store so if you're a fan of mr let's paint his etsy link <laughs> is in his bio and he's there. a great dude there um, it is yeah he's gonna he's, be sold he, out him and his motivational uh techniques of he, his main uh mantra is uh embrace failure create don't stop when you fail keep going keep going don't worry about it like why would you fucking worry about it keep fucking don't let it stop you keep going like um things don't always work out but we keep trying you know like i just putting yourself in the state not worrying about what the end result's going to be keeping it a buck you know keeping it 100 mm -hmm. true to the heart hopefully um everything else sorts itself out <laughs> that's pretty much it you know that is and it will it does you know yeah that is yeah. being an artist in its purest yeah. form yeah try to treat others with respect with love um do your thing that's it yeah try to be a positive in this universe that we're in man instead of pointing out too many motherfuckers out here pointing out what they don't like about shit you know true very true and i just pointed out something i don't like about shit you know what i mean yeah but you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to be the example I just of the, the change yeah i think if, if we just enjoy the gifts that we have here on earth man the bmx bikes and each other you know that's it yep uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not really aware of the Mr. Let's Paint. So can you give me just like a 30 second of like who and what he does? Yeah, he's a YouTube. He has a YouTube channel, uh, and he just has a show that he does live. I think he does it every day, um, where he runs on a treadmill while painting and usually doing at least one other activity. Sometimes others, like maybe he's cooking an omelet while painting, running on the treadmill. <laughs> And he's learning how to juggle like all at once. And Whoa. the message is basically like, yeah, I'm fucking up. I'm doing all these, you know, but it doesn't matter. Like, and then by the end of it, he's got a cool painting that came from this insane process. You know that like, yeah, it's just like, uh, 
don't worry stay in the state of biking like uh-huh. i don't know just stay riding dude like why are you guys worried so much like why don't you go ride and have fun and yeah you know so do you that's, have that's what it is if there, if there was no bmx industry and it died that would still be here you know yeah exactly. parts would just be harder to come by but the spirit is not going anywhere that's that's important yep do you have a painting of his right there is that what's going on huh do you Where? have one of his paintings? Is that well? I mean, I have the embrace failure. Okay, I thought I saw you grabbing something. I was like, do you actually have oh, no. one of his paintings? I grabbed a, a, a prop. Oh, okay. Another prop. Anyway, uh, sounds cool. It sounds really awesome. Oh, and- since you asked, yeah, these are the new ten point five inch uh, foo bars. Yes, made oh. in the USA. Ten point five, the biggest four piece bars on the market. Where do you um, get those at? Just dropped. They uh, just dropped uh, on the S and M website or okay. in really cool bike shops. Uh, worldwide, 10.5s going on, 10. looking good too. We got the new white. This is the new color white. Mm, show that Same sticker. There's a snowman. Snowman. We got. Show the snowman. I, show, uh, I don't think I can show it without poking a hole in my monitor to the right over here. But let's see. Oh, okay. That's Not, about as close as I can get. Here, let me here. Let me move this. There it is. Yeah, food bars. Nice. So yeah, we just actually, I uh, was talking to Moeller. And I kind of had this conspiracy theory about bigger bikes and longer top tubes. And I was like, dude, the fork should be bigger. And he's like, that would mess everything up. And I'm like, you're probably right. And he's like, <laughs> I've been riding bigger bars. And I'm like, I already ride 10 inch bars. Like maybe we should make 10.5s. And he said, let's make 10.5s. And I said, awesome. And now uh, here they are. That's that's the beauty of, man, working with SM is just crazy. Because we were talking about this not even a month ago. And now here they are. Like it's kind of kind of nuts. Boom in your face available and uh available now and then what better ah what better to put on them than s&m grips right i mean i got some whammos i got uh holders on my other bike i have credence but yeah these whammos are probably going to go on those those 10 fives in the clear clear color looking pretty good i keep going up to my other webcam that you're not on, <laughs> but yeah right there baby uh speaking of craig pacero speaking of craig Pissero, i love that guy how underrated Great. is what? craig pacero he is incredibly underrated. He's one of the world's best Warzone players, dude, and no one knows it. How sad is that? Like, people need to know <laughs> the about dude this. dude is cracked. He's cracked out of his mind, dude. Cracked. He can He's think faster than anyone. Insanely good. Insanely good at video games. Also riding, yes. Insanely good at riding. Um, and I, he flies under the radar because he just doesn't give a shit, bro. He's out riding. It's like yeah. he embodies that spirit just as much as anyone else, you know? Like, he does not want attention. He does not want your Instagram comment. He does. He does not. He he plays the game, you know, because he has to. But yeah. he does. He's he works really hard, um, laying bricks physically. Actually, laying bricks, right? Yeah. Not the symbolic kind that I laid down. Real heavy bricks, and he rides on the weekend or after work, you know, and does it exceptionally well. Yeah. Uh, extremely high level, much higher than anyone. Uh, most most human beings yeah yeah well when uh Mueller and i talked we talked a bit about him because I, I mean i'm convinced like he does a lot of stuff so fast that the only people who could really do some of the things he's doing where he's adding bar spins or doing crazy stuff in there it's like johnny rakis and garrett are the only people yeah, I man could really see doing some of the stuff that he's doing this is how craig rides he uses this you know like he's yeah video processing games. information very quickly uh damn yeah he's he's built different he is his brain i don't i haven't uh we haven't done the scans yet but 
we'd like to study it uh, because something about his information processing is definitely uh, next level. Because when you add, like you're saying, you add a bar spin into like that last clip he does, I don't understand at all how he did the whole thing and then did a bar spin that good, you know? Right, the accuracy and the precision of the first muscle, half of the trick. Yeah, and the muscle Muscle memory. It. Muscle memory, trying that over and over to get to the right spot and then knowing, like, I think muscle memory is like, I don't know what quantifies it in the human body, but I feel like everyone I know that's like really good at riding, they're like have a really solid muscle memory, you know? Like, I think it's an awareness of where you are in space with your yeah, bike. Body, spatial awareness and shit. Yep. Uh, yeah, where your tires are touching, like where they're going to make, where your tires are going to make contact in relation to your skeletal frame, right? Mm -hmm. like, and your bike, the skeletal frame of your bike too, because your yeah, bike. Yeah, like handlebars, pedals, where you're making contact with it. Yep. And then where it makes contact with either the ground the ledge the rail i'm so yeah. glad that i'm talking to someone like you who can have these like weird i can ride in my head uh so this is something that we're some people can ride in their head and other people like have trouble doing like you know like running riding simulations in their head are you someone oh, who can dude, like i have to do that when i'm picturing exactly. a crazy technical trick exactly. i have to do yeah. that because then i visualize yeah. what i'm seeing yeah. when i'm actually there so that it almost is like yep. putting that in your head and then it matches up with real life and then you do yeah. it yeah that's how i figure out like my geometry with my bike or whatever i'll be like let me think about what a 13 two five would feel like instead of a 13 mm -hmm. and then i'll do like like right now i'm doing 180 pegs full cab oh i see good actually yeah, I got a little I extra pop that. On that. you know it's like you can i don't know if it's because i've ridden different ones and shit i can like adjust my bike in my mental i don't know and i was talking to chris childs he's the same way he can i'm like because i was talking to my friend our mutual friend mayo and uh we were talking, he's like, you can't adjust your back end in your head. And I'm like, yeah, I can change my head tube angle. I can tire for everything. I can feel it. Like, oh, you know, it makes my perfect little, sense. like when I'm running these simulations, like whatever. He's like, dude. bullshit. And I'm like, dude, let me call Chris. Cause he was like, Chris rides in his head too. See if he can adjust his geo. And I'm like, Chris, it, it, and this is a cold call. Childs is like working at circuit or something, you know, like selling bikes and shit. Yeah. Hello. And it's us like, yo dude, can you ride in your head? Yeah. Like, yo, could you change your back end length in your head? Yeah. I'm like, see, <laughs> like what? And it's such a weird thing to talk about because like only a percentage of bike riders really kind of, I think, think like this, right? Dude. So then on the whole, not many people are going to have this sort of thing in common, like mental riding. Is this I was, what? When I was in high school, I rode my head 100% of my high school career. Dude, I was I riding in my head. I think we just caught on to what makes somebody reach a certain level in, it's one in of it things. in general. Like, holy cow. This is something like changing geometry <laughs> is something I've never thought about in this because really? I've ridden a sound time. Well, I've ridden a sound wave since 2015. I have like I just it is what it is. I've yeah. never even thought about changing geometry. That's kind of cool. That's kind of dope though, because then that's out of the equation, right? I guess. Like, in my biking equation, I had this geo kind of changing, so you don't have like a uh, control for the yeah. experiment, you know? Like okay. so, it's too. Mine's a little more mad scientist. Yours is a little more like a uh, scientific method, you know? Whoa, and damn, if that doesn't describe my riding and me, that is crazy because I'm scientific literally, method. I'm yeah, I'm, I have my constant uh, that is five tap. Okay, I want to do a five tap candy bar, foot plant, saran wrap. What do you we got? You your way up to it? Yeah. Yeah, when I go to the warehouse, I'll have tricks I have to do, but I don't do them in any particular order. You know, like 
I got to do a 540 hurricane. And that's usually like on the bank to block. I got to do mm -hmm. that early just because that's, I don't know about you, but a 540 hurricane is kind of a measure of how good I'm going to ride that day. Like, I do I land it. it first try? Like, if you land it first try, you're probably going to have a pretty good day. Yeah. If it's a good one first try, you're going to have a great day, you yeah. know? And it's, if you don't land it, that's okay. It doesn't mean you're going to have a bad day. But if you, if it's, you know, because it's kind of a, a little bit more of a technical warm-up trick, you know? Like, right. So you're kind of like, okay. And then the one I was saying are the 180 pegs. I don't know why 180 pegs is like one of my benchmark tricks too, like where I'll just kind of be like backwards grind, okay, feels good, mm -hmm. you know? Our warehouse is kind of built like a circle, so you're kind of going like, if I'm going left, I'm going to be alley-oop grinding, you know? Or if I'm turning right, right it's going to be a regular grind, so yeah. I have certain tricks that I like ritually will do over and over just to kind of program them in, but I don't, if I'm doing like a clip, I don't work my way up to it. I'm like, camera's on, I'm going to try this trick and I'm gonna to try to land it this first try right now. I'm not fucking, you know, like, I've gotten hurt warming up for shit and I've got, you know, like, I'm, I'm just gonna do the thing I wanna do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's but cool. your method works for you, so don't, you know, don't take my method. Well, don't yeah, and, and that's more or less. Own. No, it's not, it won't work. That's more or less just for figuring things out. If I'm trying to do something, you know, for a clip i'm fully trying yeah. by that you gotta point. figure it out in person yeah like if i show up to a spot that i haven't ridden or whatever i've already been riding it in my head for the last however long it's been since i found mm -hmm. that spot like like if you open my brain it would probably look like pipe bmx when you're trying to you know, you change the <laughs> change in the bike and then you go in and you're kind of like trying to figure out the controls and shit yeah like the, the uh what do they call that like the training lobby you know <laughs> like there's uh -huh. no timer or anything nothing you know it's just kind of like a open environment that um, is too funny. And what were we talking about? Now I'm thinking about BMX pipe. No, well, we're, well what we're going to talk about is we're going to go back to the video. <laughs> and no, 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 no. We were on riding and tech riding and shit, and I kind of was digging it. Hold on. We were talking about uh, ritual tricks, approaches for tricks, right? And then we talked about... Riding in your head and changing geometry. And you were talking uh, about hurricanes being a warm-up oh, trick. Oh, back to Craig, right? We were yeah. Back, we were on Craig. Yep. Craig's brain also works in that, that analytical kind of data sense. And I think he runs, he runs simulations in his head too, you know, mm -hmm. and like you kind of tell, you talk to people and they'll describe a trick and you see their hands go out and they start, yeah. you know, like yep. they're in their head, they are holding their bike and they are doing the thing and they can like holders like that. Like, like dude, I hit this wall ride, man. And that was, <laughs> you know, like starts, <laughs> yeah. he already starts holding it up like he's wall riding. It's so funny. I feel yeah. like that's the difference between people who can realistically figure out and think about what's possible and what is impossible on the bike because yeah. if somebody tells you a trick you immediately go through it in your head real quick no that's literally not physically possible and they're like but well you i think get it might work you get surprised sometimes sometimes though, yes where there is that impossible like pegs over hard 180 was sort of impossible it seemed impossible for a while you know like back in the early 2000s that would have been like a shocking thing yeah. to do, you know but people do it every video partner i literally did five years ago pegs up yeah. hard 180 over to three yeah. tap to a three tap on an yeah. a frame that's what i'm saying and you kind of like if you had been told that 10 years earlier are you haven't were you riding 10 years before that probably not huh uh yes just was started there a, riding was there a point where that felt impossible though you it, know? it feels impossible now i still I, haven't I, done I, a peg i can't do pegs over hard yeah. 180 i can't do I it only do it switch pegs switch spin i mean i can do it regular regular spin but they suck yeah and i like do it 
correction hop. I'm like inclined to correct hop when I do it regular. Yeah. And when I do a switch, I don't know why it goes woo and just like flies right over the rail. My back end just like kicks out perfect. I Dude, don't know why. None of it makes any sense. I was literally trying to do a pegs up to something. I can't remember what it was. I hadn't even done a pegs hard 180 on anything yeah. before I did the up rail. But that one <laughs> run the simulations. You're like, no, this works. Trust me. I, I felt it. And then this it worked. And then it did. And it happened in like yeah. five minutes and haven't done a single pegs over one hard 180 since. <laughs> I'm like that with tricks too, dude. Like a trick will have one little ingredient in it of it, you know, mm -hmm. that's like I had to learn for that trick. And then I just left it there with that trick and I'm like, don't have a use for it yet but maybe yep. i'll find a spot where i will bust that thing back out you know yeah so so anyway uh anyway back I've to the talk about technical ride dude <laughs> we will we're Angles gonna do a percentages and shit we're gonna do another one of these just talking between us not about something specific okay uh, I'm down. but the, the next thing i want to talk about here is freaking dgaff dan is in underground oh, yeah. beast his ender yeah. clip i texted you in the middle of watching the video about yeah. that ender clip because it was like yeah. it's you, a jaw dropper the way it zooms out you don't know that it's what it is until he gets yeah. to the second part and you're like oh my god this is a sick he's not clip. gonna make it there's no way he's gonna make it he's gonna fall off oh my god he's still on holy shit his peg made it over the crest there's no way and it went literally yeah, he, holds on, he made it all the way and no, literally like, went as far as you could possibly go in this it was perfect and just right at the bottom Bow. oh my god and, and then, then his face like yeah <laughs> the, and his whole part though he's just he is a savage and i feel like if you pulled a hundred random bmx riders anywhere they wouldn't even have any idea who he is i love that and i love dan and i just love like that it's not why he's doing it right you know like exactly. yeah he's doing it to feel like he felt when he was making that face and that mm -hmm. was yeah like that's what we're all chasing the happiness that uh i'm trying to encourage everyone to go and enjoy for themselves with this video yes yeah his part i was super stoked to see and it. while you're enjoying that happiness what better products to put onto you than an snm or perhaps even a fit bike co product right i mean the food, out there the 10.5 foo bars 10.5 foo bars out now along with a variety of other parts for the holiday season as well as merchandise and, and you uh, get a free download link to build different with those that's bars. right over $75. If you need some holiday gifts, you know, <laughs> get a free video after 75. Hopefully this time the link will work and it won't break from Dropbox. It, yes. It'll be good by now. And look, yep. look, you can companies. get some hats, shirts, lapel pins. You can get some BTM pedals, whatever you want, dog. Value. <laughs> hey, who wants to sponsor Brant's water bottle? Anyways. Try to put it out there. Somebody brands. I know you're listening. Uh, how much? Uh, how much for the water bottle? Let's start the bidding at sixty-nine cents. No, you gotta start high. All some right. of these, some of these brands, you know, I started at sixty seats. Let's we'll start at sixty seats. Okay, that's fair. A month for the water bottle uh, sponsorship spot. I have heard there's a lot of <laughs> seats are like a currency nowadays. I, I heard that you could be pro for uh, S and M and get sixty seats. I, I might put on a new seat. I yeah. like my seat, though. I ride an S&M seat. You yeah. should buy one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hemp. I ride the hemp slim. Pivotal. Uh, now that that plug is gone, uh, Chris oh, Childs is one. raw. 
raw as fuck. Chris Childs is raw. That's my reaction to his section because you it know what's is funny? We were making. So raw. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I interrupt. That's it. it. That's all I had That's to say. Chris Childs is raw. We were editing, and then everyone was like heavier, and I'm like a little heavier. <laughs> song. And they're like heavier. And I'm like I'm gonna go as heavy as possible. And then me, me and Chris kind of talked about it. Like, Fucking go crazy, and then we just made it super heavy, and then it was awesome. And then I didn't. The way the songs were set up. I thought that too heavy there. The next song was like a lighter song, but I switched DGAF song two to kind of be heavy as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like a punch kind of in the middle of the video, hits you in the face, like a little bit of like a high energy, like the literal. There is a the two guys punching each other. In the oh face. yeah, I yep. Kind of mentally, Wait the fuck up, you know, like. Yeah, and his part, Wait the man. Fuck up, hey, put your fucking phone down, you know. <laughs> Turn that shit off. It's built different. Dude, yeah. that. That's his section is so good because he's one of those riders like DGAF who's not like on the internet t all the time, posting clips every single day. Right. He's kind of underground and just yeah. when something comes out, man, he is killing it. He's riding. He's busy riding. Yeah. He has a street backflip. And Chris, like Chris is BMX as fuck, man. He like, you know, he works at a bike shop circuit out there and they have such a cool like kind of hub for the scene that they built, you know, and like, right. Every time I go to the shop, there's riders just hanging out. We go ride street, and there's spots near there, and I think there's a skate park not too far, and it's just like those are the little communities that are like on the end of on the on the back end of all these riders. There's almost like little communities like that, you know, too. Mm -hmm. Like everyone has their own uh, scenes, yeah. That they're like kind of the representatives of that are like appearing in the video. And Chris is like B Cave represent, you know, like yep. Circuit represent. Fucking, we're here, like, and then. Yeah, it's like, yeah, man, I fucking love it. Shout out to um, Sean too, uh, Chris's filmer, because he really came did a through, great man. job. He came His section through, is yeah. super good. I couldn't literally, we could not have done it without him. So thanks, Sean, and thanks, Chris, for going so hard. Chris did a street backflip, and I'm pretty sure it was off of a wedge. <clears throat> yeah just saying it's weird because it was a wedge and then it bent when he hit it right so like that makes it almost more fucked like he's got to judge the he's Chris has in real time as well <clears throat> he's a bike he can simulate it in his head he probably you know ran it a few times mm -hmm. and like you see you, you do got to hit it in real life you can't just fucking think about it and then you got to actually physically examine and material wise like does this wall ride bounce or yep. is this gonna hit this you know like that type of shit is important yep. but chris is like a biking genius dude like i don't know sometimes i feel like uh people who are really good at riding and this isn't about chris this is like about me it is about everyone like us bike riders might not have the best like other areas of our brain might not be as developed as what we have chosen to dedicate toward riding you know mm -hmm. like mm, social skills might not be there the well battle pass in warzone too are. yeah exactly so like <laughs> exactly so what <laughs> yeah so okay <laughs> sure and, no you uh, gotta you you go separate ways and develop it in certain oh, directions yeah. you, you're not linear i got you yeah. yes just like the battle pass in warzone 2 um so yeah like chris and his method it's like yeah chris is just a fucking diamond dude he is formed and it's just his own thing yeah he's fucking underground raw it's and... crazy dude and not in a bad way man i i like all my friends are crazy you know they're kind of this whole shit we're doing is crazy like go we're gonna go behind a building and you're gonna jump off that fucking thing and then you're gonna like and i'm gonna lay on the ground and i'm filming and like you know someone comes around like what the hell are you guys doing like for real like you guys are 
grown men. Like it's the whole thing is crazy. Yeah. Yep. But that's okay. Go get crazy. Yeah. So Chris Childs. Thank you. Yeah. He's got that dog in him. Yeah. That's a great, great uh, point. So we should maybe before talking about another street rider, take an intermission and talk about some trails. Lucas and Nathan Hallahan shredding the trails. I love the Hallahan fam. Uh, Dude, I got to go down and finally uh, meet the family in person. Yeah. Mike, Jen, Casey, Shane, uh, Lucas and Nate, all the dogs. And it was just, it was like really some like, you know, one of the things that you encounter is like a bike rider, like I'm sure you have where you're going to either someone's house that you've never met to stay there. And you're on this adventure. Like I'm driving out here mm-hmm. in the dark <laughs> to this place, you know, like yeah. that I've never been before yep. and it'll be, it'll, it, it's going to be awesome. You know, like that's you just have no doubt thing to do. Yeah. Like it's right. not normal behavior of like, or like, yeah, like no doubt this is going to be sick. Yep. You're or like, you're not worried yeah, like, at all. Going to, it's kind of like back, you know, going to a skate park or a spot that you've never been to or a racetrack or something in that anticipation. And the, like, so when we were going to nine acres, I was like excited as like, I hadn't, <clears throat> hadn't felt really that level of excitement toward a mysterious adventure like that. And then, uh, the way that that family just does their thing. And like, it's so beautiful seeing it's their whole setup, how pure everything is there. And it's all just set up to enjoy being in the state of riding a bike, you know, like yep. doing it. Uh, and it was just like, we have a video coming up from that visit. That's super special too. Um, with Kareem and I going down there and eating a bunch of shit with them. <laughs> They're killing it. And uh, Doyle and Patazny came through and a bunch of other locals and just kind of had like a vacation thing, like video vibe, but nice. I can't believe, especially after seeing it in person, they got these new jumps too, dude, at the bottom that are insane. They're like, they were like 40 feet off the forest floor. Like, oh my God. Like in the air, like off this fucking thing. And it's like trail riding. When you see it in person, it's, there's nothing like it. There's that, nothing yeah. like it. Street riding in person is terrible. You're like, when's he going to land it? (laughs) (laughs) Trails, you have no choice. When you say you're like in the woods and people are riding trails, number one, being in the woods is awesome, you know? Mm -hmm. So you got that kind of relaxed nature. I'm in touch with nature. But then you, these, they built these insane things and they're just doing it and they're just airing so high. And they're like, it's just like, it almost feels like, you don't want to tell anyone what to do, but that's like, it almost feels like that's what we all should be doing as humans is just expressing ourselves like in a form that we feel. And like, unfortunately, uh, capitalism, you know, doesn't support that. And we all have to, you know, work hard to keep selling these bike parts and keep doing, you know, the things that pay the bills, but to have a time and a place to let loose like that and, and really just kind of be free their, their, uh, part and their, family they just embody that you know yeah and it, it what's so amazing i wouldn't say what's so amazing what makes it even more amazing is that they're like jen and mike i'm pretty sure they don't have anything to do with bmx outside of their kids or didn't you know like no, it they just, just supported what their kids love to do and, you know? like and that it, was simple 
it built into what it is at yeah. their house and how they support the community there encouragement in Pittsburgh. and support and trust again coming up up in these themes right mm-hmm. like, yeah they're yeah, such that's... good people so yeah. helpful they do the next generation stuff at the wheel mill and even yeah, i gotta go to Malali. the next one I want to go to the next wheel mill jam. I got to get down there. I see that new sub box with yes, the slant wall January behind it. January 14th, please. Let's ride okay. it. All right. I'll be there. Cool. Let's do it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Got to give those guys some love because they have been killing it since they were. They're the future of the sport. Yep. Like, they're crazy. I just think, like, I almost think, too, in today's, like, landscape and you know uncertainty and a lot of like uh industries and stuff like that like who knows what the fuck's gonna happen in the future like mm-hmm. the direction things are gonna go like i see clips of people bike riding on the internet slowly increasing in value you know like and it's starting to get to where like youtube and instagram now and facebook and tiktok all are cutting checks for riders like that yeah. are putting up clips you know like mm-hmm. so i think I'm not gonna you should never pursue bike riding for money you know because you're gonna have a bad time yeah pursue it it's for the love investment. <laughs> but if you love it and you're fucking good at it there's money to be made you know like don't do it for that because if you chase money money runs away that's yeah. why that law of attraction shit doesn't work because you can't think about money and i'll just be no dude i'll just be rich because i'm thinking about it but yeah, if you just like make something cool, hopefully there's enough people out there that want to like support it and fuck with it, you know? Yeah, I think there's a certain face value of the law of attraction thing that is exactly what you're saying and that it doesn't work at all. But when you really get it, it I'm not gonna say it doesn't does. work. It's like a roundabout way of like uh, like I believe in karma and shit like that too, but in a roundabout. It's not like addition and subtraction. It's very complex mm-hmm. algorithmic shit that we're dealing with here. Yeah, the face value of it of like using riding for an example of if you ride for the money like you are getting in your car yeah. you're driving to the like, skate park to yeah. go try if, and make money yep. that's the seven to eight times a day exactly that is that's, that's not how you're going to get it but if you love riding so much and then there's this other thing that you can do at the same time through yeah. the riding part of it well then that like yep that's i'm gonna try to work too in the next like um, upcoming months, I want to kind of create more content that kind of describes paths that riders could take to, you know, help sustain it. If they love it that much, you know, like if mm-hmm. you really are passionate about this shit and you do decide to try to um, monetize some of your clips on the internet, I've, I would love to share that information with any kid let's, that that might help. You let's know, do like, it get on here, on man. Fucking road or something and get out with his friends filming, working on a project, you know, doing let's, it. I have. That'd be cool. Uh, well, I did one with Dorito talking about how you can like set yourself up financially once you get to the point of like yeah. being able to make money. So it'd be cool to yeah. do with one with you about actually oh, avenues I, to do it. I lived, I lived off a hundred bucks a month for like three years, probably when I first was trying to do this like rider shit, you know, Jeez. like so I could, I could get some recipes. <laughs> yeah, let's buy let's... eggs, a lot of eggs. <laughs> eggs get chickens. <laughs> <laughs> potatoes you know you chop up the potatoes you fry them up you throw the eggs in there Woo! it's like yeah, like a dollar dollar 20 meal in the morning you know and you got to make that la- i don't know you don't have to you know there are ways to sort of like make a little bit of money that you can use to ride more you know and create more if you choose to or 
if you just want to go ride and not create, that's totally cool too. And you can carve out a little more time to do that as well. You know, pay yep. for the gas to get to your spot or whatever. Yep. Um, more BMX yeah. episode on that so, coming soon. Yeah. So my thing is my, the point of that was sort of like, uh, the Hallahans, for example, like they're not doing it for the money, mm-hmm. but, um, I think in the future, things like that could be sort of viable as like a business, you know, like that's my, you know, like trusting your kid's heart and support their passion and don't worry about the money and that shit will sort itself out. That was the main issue. I mean, the main thing here, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I feel like we can't talk about this whole video without at least bringing up Clint Reynolds. Oh my God. Yeah. Because Dude. he's so good. I like that he had another like bowl obstacle uh foofnu variation kind of thing like mm-hmm. a nod to the hot dogs like there's a bunch of things in the video that are kind of like shout outs to old snm videos like easter eggs you know so yeah yeah that was him, a good one shout them out in the comments of this video any easter eggs you might find in the video yes. there's um a lot of stuff like that a lot of stuff like that kind of hidden in there stuff from previous previous snm videos and previous videos from each rider's personal catalog you yeah. are that's how you I love that you think that way when you're making things. We're all the sum of our choices. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, that on that note too, I I had to talk about Cam Woods section because first of he's all, back, the baby. song. I mean, he's been back. Yeah. The freaking song. That's his theme was song. So freaking. Perfect. I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, he has used that song before. Oh. Okay. But I could not have used any other song for yeah. that part. No, like. He was like, dude, we already use this. And I was like, I know, <laughs> you know, like, trust me, it's okay. Like, this is like, I don't know, you know, if you, I, you can make videos that try to compete with every other video. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to make a video that was sort of not above or better or whatever, just like kind of outside of that, not follow those rules, you know, like, and that goes with that of like, yeah. Cam, this is your song, bro. Like, this is when I, yeah, see you riding, I hear it in my head, basically, is, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. a, it's like, I, uh, associate that really tight and I try to when you're editing a video I try to like uh, yeah make as many connections like that as I can you know yeah and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with using a song more than once partially because I've done it for myself song. several times I think there's yeah. something cool about you know 10 years yeah. later going back and you watch yeah. each one and yes. you're like how did I approach it this time versus yeah. five years before that so I think I might yeah. even I'm probably going to use the same song I've used multiple times in the next video You're that I'm limiting. working on. You are limiting yourself if you don't. Yes, exactly. I'm like gonna, I'm going to do that because it's so perfect. That wouldn't exist if it didn't if you didn't break the rules and make it exist. You know. Yeah. So um, so when it comes to Cam's riding though, that was so much fun to watch. It was just everything about how he uses setups. I just love it. Yeah, dude. Um. He's like, he fathered Tate Roskelly, you know? A well, lot Tate of people shows up this. in there. Yeah. He's Tate's dad. Yep. Tate has a quick cameo because shout out to Tate. He filmed, uh, I don't know about, I think he filmed like most, like the majority of those clips. Okay. Cam. And he's, he's kind of like Cam's like uh, life coach, personal, you know, kind of like uh, he's in the corner. He's his trainer. You know, he got this kind of, you know, like uh, his Teddy Atlas. You can't just, as a, if you're, all right. So filmers possess different skills, you know, like myself as a filmer i do not possess the best filming skills i can get the job done you know Mm -hmm. but i'm a coach i'm a coach first and foremost you know i'm there for you i'm trying to do whatever i can and sometimes it's it's not 
engaging, you know, with certain riders or something. Some riders right. need a nudge or advice or what am I seeing, you know, like you have to you have to have all that. You got to have a book of spots ready. You got to have like, you know, like so I think like um, I think I forgot what the initial question was. We're just talking but, about Cam Wood and how creative he is oh, and how fun Tate, it is to watch. And then Tate, Tate, yeah. Tate's a, Tate is a great filmer. I'm sure he doesn't identify as a filmer, but he possesses all those kind of skills I was just describing of like, he's very analytical. He's looking at the bike riding, where people's tires are, where their mm -hmm. hands are, where their weight is, how it's distributed, leaning back, leaning forward, leaning left, right, keep it centered, like um, speed, uh, angle of approach, all those little, 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 the shit that we talk about on the, me and my friends will shout shit out all that doesn't even make sense, you know, mm -hmm. but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, shorthand almost because we've been doing it for so many years, you know, like and uh, you could see it coming through like Cam's a masterful rider and then Tate coaching and shit kind of brought it in. And hopefully we don't get him in trouble with D uh, with his sponsor uh, GT that he was working on this video. <laughs> they, they, uh, I wouldn't think they I mean, care. I wouldn't I would he hope not if they care he he the whole time he was filming. I just thoroughly enjoyed that part. And it was a nice like talking about being well-rounded it was a street yeah. part that was super creative in the midst of people like you know Hoder yeah. and mike stall and you you're you're a great example too of like you're not doing the conventional stuff but then you look at like mike stall and he's hitting big rails and doing crazy yeah. stuff and it's all there's so much different pieces to the puzzle some for everyone kind of thing and built different yeah it's just i think it's better like that than if everyone rides the same oh absolutely like, when i was growing up we kind of had it where we didn't step on each other's toes a little bit you know like my friend could probably do the trick i was filming but mm -hmm. he let me kind of focus on that area of my riding and i let him you know do his thing over there and we kind of all had like when we were making our videos growing up the bmx foo series i feel like all the sections had a different flavor and everyone had their own little you know power moves me and craig call them power the the, the tricks that you're like I got this every try. This is my power move, and I do it good. And I, yeah. you know, I have my own way that I kind of do put my own twist on it a little bit. Yep. Um, some people think like, oh, I film too much of my, you know, this or uh, everything I film is that, you know, a bar spin or whatever. Like, but like, don't worry about me that. with ice picks. Like, don't even try. <laughs> yeah, try to not even like keep that in your head because like, there's an ice pick variation waiting for you that is going to be incredible and fucking amazing. And you're not going to get there if you're worried that you're doing too many ice picks, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't yeah. worry about any of that, people. And I also would bring keep, up the fact that keep fiddling. Well, everybody who you can think of who's a legend in BMX or has been around for a long period of time has their thing. Doyle and I talked about this. He's got yeah. turndowns and tables and his no foot oh, cans. Yeah. He has his stuff that he's known for. And so does everybody else, just like how you're known for breaks, combining that with grinds. Thank you. It's, yeah, everybody it's all, has all that. pretty unique styles, and even different trail riders have incredibly unique styles. You know, right. like and even just jumping a jump, like you see two guys do it, and it looks totally different. You know, like yep. And that's the that's the kind of like nuance and shit that I think you really only notice when you're like been doing it for a long period of time and really studying it forever. You know, yeah. You notice shit like that. And the whole point of what I'm getting at with that is just that every buddy who's really established has that and when they go places or they make videos that's what people sometimes want to see yeah. and that's what keeps you in that spot you know and like better is not always better mm -hmm. sometimes like 
something's too fucking crazy it almost like alienates the viewer and they don't feel like i feel like you know like growing up when i was watching shit like i was completely inspired by people doing huge shit but it's not for me you know yeah. like uh, my my style that i've you know and when i was younger i used to care what kind of people said like oh, you got a pussy you ride a bigger rail you know like like what <laughs> like bro yeah. what like why you know like mm -hmm. I, there's people who do that and they fucking kill it and i don't <laughs> so i'm gonna you know like why i think everyone it? everyone is kind of focused on what they're good at and i think that's like a kind of a little life lesson too like, like don't try to yeah like going back to don't don't be yourself and don't try to be anything you're not and what you are uh let it bloom you know mm -hmm. and that goes back that to shit, the video that itself shit burn, baby the video yeah. is a culmination of all of these people who are not only built different but they are different in their riding coming yeah, yeah. together in in one video and i'm gonna apologize oh, yeah. for all of the people we aren't gonna get a chance to bring up and talk about just because there's so many just amazing get the video people. and check it out and uh we can the more people buy it the greater the chance of us being able to do projects like this in the future you know so true if and you if you enjoy it um we really appreciate the support you know right and it's linked in the there description are no down below. You know? yeah linked in the description down below uh, thank you yeah and what i was gonna say too and part of that is just there are so many legends in this video biz is in yeah, here dude. doyle's in here troy mcmurray's in here chris moeller has clips in here so oh, yeah. many good ones legends. too dude. he's still killing it hey three's Course a dirt still job, killing it. right yeah man yeah. he's riding he's enjoying riding yeah it's so sick going riding being riding and he, yeah he got the compound i saw you guys <laughs> everyone needs a compound yep. you know everyone. this is my compound in here though i have like more of a digital compound but everyone needs something in the metaverse i have a metaverse compound <laughs> uh but it's so, right by um downtown almazra i don't get that reference that's the warzone map <laughs> the new one it's a it's in a building within that there's some spots in that bad boy too i'll tell you what i hate seeing those like spots in a game or spots right. that you can't but you ride. can ride them in your head it's, you know. it's different though because i want to actually ride them yeah but you don't have to get hurt you could be like man if this was real i would do that trick and then no <laughs> one could be like no you wouldn't i definitely would fair enough uh but on that note too so videos out it's available you worked on it for is how long at this point a hundred years a hundred years every day for a hundred years and a hundred days and a hundred nights and a hundred years no uh, it was like all year um and like i said like many different uh forms that like different forms that it took mm -hmm. so some sections i edited that part five times six times you yeah. know like different uh different songs sometimes or just different trick order or tighter or looser or um upside down and usually we're like no turn it right side back up you know like just see if it would be better I but mean, it wasn't you know sometimes yeah. you got to do that to see what's the yeah, best right just to fiddle with it yeah just you know i'm not tied to anything i'm just you know try something is it better no yeah like optometrist you know like better yes no yep. what's better one or two two or three three or four you know like that shit yep uh for anyone who has perfect vision when you go to the eye exam <laughs> they, they have a thing they that they put from you. your face 
Yeah, it's a helmet, kind of like a VR kind of oh. setup, and they say which and the glasses is, rotate. Yeah, they switch out, and then you go two is better than three, and then they stop at two. Where you say three is better, they keep going to four. Anyway, but with the video being done and all of which that, which video? Uh, built different. It's done. It's Woo! available now. Available now on the link, baby. Uh, what? How do you move forward after this? And like, what is next? Yeah, that's like how I we the question after every video. Like, we made uh, S and M wins happen right before the quarantine. Yep. And that one, at that point, that one felt the, like the most special video that I could make at that time. That summed up what we were about, what we were feeling. Um, you know, like, and then the fact of the matter is you just keep creating. And then before you know it, there's something new that's here. That's special that you can't believe exists. And then mm -hmm. go back to creating and you get frustrated and you think it might never happen again. And you think you're, you're washed up and you're done. And you think it's over and you think there's no way we're going to, and then you have a, a boom, there it is. It, no, we did do it. Here it is. You know, like. But it's not fun if there's no struggle either. Like, if right. it was easy, there wouldn't be reward at the end of it. Like, I fucking, I'm not even ashamed to say, like, I've definitely, like, had a very emotional experience fighting this video into submission, you know? Like, tears were shed editing by myself sometimes. Like, just from just raw emotion of this fucking whole thing, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I can't take this shit, you know? Like, this is a big thing. Can I, you know, like, keep a handle on this and stuff? But, like... Uh, we did it and it's over and now I want to go back into that I want to go back into that same feeling again of like I'm not good enough and then pushing myself and you know like that's I think that's how you improve I think is thinking you're not good enough <laughs> yeah. you know like that's one way to like get better at something is to kind of uh, have a little bit of healthy anxiety about it that, yeah. that could be a good mindset healthy anxiety level and yeah, a little I, bit of anxiety is good for you I think at the same time, the the way that this was approached with filmers from everywhere and clips from everywhere, it's a it's something that you'll be able to improve upon and like refine the process yeah, and keep, just exactly. do over and over again and make it better each yeah, time. Yeah, we have the systems in place. The, everyone's stoked, and most importantly, they saw that it worked. Yep. So I think that I'm anticipating that the oil well that we were discussing is going to be, you know, fruitful for years to come. But we'll see. Yeah. I, I, I'm very, uh, dude, just the amount of incredible riders and like, it's like a fuck, like literally a dream come true, you know, mm -hmm. like for me to be here making this shit, like, I can't believe the people that are involved with this shit. It's crazy. Yeah, and, dude. Uh, like you said, the system's in place now for that shit to just keep rolling. So it's like kind of insane. And yes, there's always going to be a place for that filmer because the filmer with the good camera can f film it and then send that and submit yeah. it to the larger we, thing. Yeah, we work with we work with people who are filming on cameras, and we work with people who are filming on iPhones, and we work with riders who put their phone down on the ground to film themselves, and that's okay too because that's that's what they're doing. And I, I tell like some of the riders. Um, Especially like when a rider, you know, you're used to being on top of your game. And as you get older, obviously, um, physically, you know, you start to not be as quick reflex, not be as strong, not be as whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But I, I try to express this to the to the older generation riders above me of like, dude, 
nobody cares what you do. Like, yeah. I, I've had this discussion with a lot of riders because I think, especially like in the 90s and early 2000s, it was kind of a hostile. Like, BMX was a little more uh, hostile environment, not in a bad way, but like in a, yo, you didn't land that trick good. You, you know, like, get back out there. Like, yeah. You rolled out the wrong way, asshole. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, fucking pussy? Like, you know, like. The anonymous. It was always era. with love. Yeah, it was always, no, no, like in person. I mean, like at skate oh, park. Yeah. Back in the day, like. I remember coming home from the skate park fucking crying and shit because, like, some older dude, like, you know, Oh, like, yeah, I've heard about that with you. Yelling at me for dropping in wrong or, you know, like, whatever. Grinding on the wrong side type of shit. So I think, mm-hmm. like, older dudes have a little bit of, like, a voice, maybe, of, like, the bully from that era. But I'm here to say that that bully is gone. And I just want to see all the OGs just, like, do whatever form of riding that they're doing. Like, I want to see people in their element. I want to see whatever... Um, I'm trying to think of like an obscure rider who hasn't been around for a while that we haven't seen. Whatever the Gons is doing, if he's riding a beach cruiser in, uh, you know, at Manhattan Beach, I want to see that. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I, I just want to see like Rat Boy is a good example because he's just window. recently coming back. Yes, yeah, and like, I don't care what tricks he's doing at fucking all. Mm-hmm. I want to see what it looks like when he's just riding on his bike and what he looks like and, you know, like. I that's someone from my childhood that was like a fucking superhero or something, you know? Yeah. Like, these Marvel movies, they milked this shit for years. Like, why? I don't want riders to go away. If Literally? No, just, you know, you don't have to be at some fucking level. It's about riding. You're giving me passionate like, you know? here. Freaking yeah. Wolverine. They killed Wolverine. Guess what? He's back. He's coming He's back. back. <laughs> because people fucking love Wolverine. That's right. People fucking love Matt Berenger, too. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, like why was there this system in place where like now i understand cream rises to the top and i understand there's levels to this you know you have like there are riders that are way above my level of riding you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that i can never hope to touch but it's that's not the only thing i guess is my point you know like that's and and i feel like the riders that maybe came from the era where it was just who did the best trick um they think what they're doing now is going to get maybe, you know, like not received well, but like, I think I speak for a lot of us when I say that we're all yeah, just happy to see any OG from our childhood do a fucking, a deck manual. You know what I mean? Like any trick. Dude, literally. Jim C and him posting what he's doing on yeah. his, his big bike, doing yes. ice to fakies and stuff on that thing. I and don't then... care about any, I just, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm happy that you're still doing it. And it makes me happy. You know, it makes like, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Like he's out there riding, like mm-hmm. it's in a different way and he's not in doing like the media in the same way. He's not involved with companies in the marketing in the same way, but it's timeless. It's just, you know, like that's kind of comforting. <laughs> in and, a weird and, way. Yeah, man. I think this is an important conversation to have too, because it can let those people know that what we're saying is exists and that we want to see what they're doing and maybe if they're feeling like they have to ride at a certain level to even do it yeah maybe ease some of that and be like hey i I would watch i would watch jesse susicki go on a bike ride on a bike path on a beach cruiser and talk about his life a little bit or some shit or just not or just go for a ride and i just you know like he's a he's this underground rider from new jersey that's like pretty legendary on the east coast i'll send you some videos he's a very obscure rider that like not a lot of people might know but like 
in my BMX nerd brain, I would love to see a clip of him now doing any trick, you know, like, yeah. and I think that like even more on a, on a legendary scale, like I'm drawing a blank, but can you think of like someone from our childhood that we haven't heard much from or at all from in a while, you know, like someone from Dave Osato posted one clip and everyone and it was probably lost the best shit mind. ever, right? Yeah, well, he exactly. did a perfect, like a he did a perfect downside toothpick stall on a quarter pipe. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's all he posted. And he's it was a freak. Yeah. And it, and it could have been a tops, a, a regular toothpick. Didn't have yep. to be downside. Could, right? have been like, could have been a normal toothpick and everyone would have lost their shit. Like if the Jay fact Miron, that it was a crazy trick and the OG is really, yeah. But like, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Like if Miron, I, I, if he posted I have a, a lot tire of respect tap. Miron and he has moved on from BMX and I'm not going to be like, Jay, you got to ride, bro. Like it's only if, if it's still in your heart. But if you still have it in your heart and you're holding it back because you think people are going to talk shit, do not worry about that yep. for a fucking second. And there are so many people out there that would love to see you double pipe grind a quarter pipe. Yep. And, and I'm going to translate this even further to just talking about people riding who aren't, you know, like necessarily in the mainstream or in the eye of bmx as a whole in general if you want to yeah. film the double peg grind on the quarter and that's what you're stoked on and you want to post that on instagram or whatever if you don't yeah. like it literally doesn't yep. matter use Do whatever it. song you want and yep. it's for you personally that's for you first it's not for other people first yep um like this video is for us you know like the riders kind of made it mm -hmm. other people i'm i i you know it's made for them too you know it's not made for them but primarily it's like, are we yeah. stoked on this? Do we feel good about this? You know? And then when it goes out, you have to be stoked on it. Cause if you're not, who the fuck knows what's going to happen when it goes <laughs> out? You know? Like, yeah, you, you can't reach for what you can't feel. Yep. You have to feel it first. Right. Like, so yeah, just, just, it's so simple and it sounds so simple, but like so many people get caught up in like, uh, image crafting and marketing and, uh, you know, yep. And well, that ladies and gentlemen is not, what is built different built different is its own thing that is everyone yeah. being themselves is just, available and it's okay I mean, like whatever you want to do it's available in the link in the, in the description but we're not going to tell you to buy it we're not going to tell you to, that you have to because yeah. this is your life and you can do whatever you want yeah however i will say that your life will probably improve if you do buy it <laughs> <laughs> so it's available and uh charlie i'm not gonna lie to you if i don't stop this right now i'm gonna pee my pants so watch Your pants I'm, I'm dying to hit the bong and not get youtube monetized demonetized so so everyone thank you for listening we'll be charlie, back soon. where where do we find charlie on the internet where do we see built different that's uh on the snm website link in uh, the description which let me make sure i say it right <laughs> it's uh snmbikes.com duh I wanted to make sure I didn't say BMX, you know, I think it's snmbikes.com. All right. There it it's, is. Uh, it's a good video. Uh, You're proud of again, it. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but we are extremely proud of it. It's a really special video. Um, I can't say thanks again enough to all the riders, the filmers, and uh, Chris and Melissa, everyone involved for making such a beautiful, beautiful video. Well, thank you for being the one who put it together for us, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think everyone else will as well thank you dog yes um, so go watch pleasure, it man. my pleasure and we will see you guys next time for more bmx